0: we are The Purposeful Project. We help entrepreneurs for free. Welcome to today's pep talk we'll take just 20 minutes to interview leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how, insights and life lessons. To hear these incredible insights follow us on Spotify, Apple Music or anywhere you listen to podcasts or you can simply visit thepurposefulproject.com, sign up to our mailing list and get the podcast in your inbox every single week. Hi, Karina. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out. Would you mind, please, perhaps by starting off sharing your story, what you're doing and how you're involved in the Start Me Up Hong Kong Festival this year?
1: Thank you, Simon. I'm thrilled to be back on the podcast with you. So, very brief introduction. I'm the co-founder of W Hub and Angel Hub, who are both uh, behind SIS, the big conference. Uh, w Hub, just in a few words, is uh, the largest startup community platform and power connector. Really proudly headquartered here out of Hong Kong, with over 500 partners around the world, and uh, with a huge passion on helping startups. Grow and scale their business and connecting all stakeholders to the innovative power of the ecosystem and hence fostering the growth of all. And Angel Hub is uh, taking uh, care of a very specific connection and research is helping startups to have access to capital and uh, potential investors to have access to fundraising opportunities. So it's the very first and still only SFC regulated equity crowdfunding platform. We also have a fund and we co-invest alongside. So we're behind SIS. Uh, That started off three years back as Startup Impact Summit with the value proposition of showcasing impact and making impact. And this year we're elevating SIS to Scale Up Impact Summit with the promise about co-creating future. And we are very happy to be once again, the main event of the Up Hong Kong festival, which is a week long festival, as you pointed out. And last year was the first time we went hybrid. So we had uh, over uh, 20,000 participants from 97 countries, an amazing lineup from speakers. And this year, again, we're looking about, you know, connecting the world and co-creating futures together.
0: And so, um, for anyone listening to this podcast after the event, we'll put all the links below that you can still grab all the information from W Hub and, and and Start Me Up uh, Hong Kong Festival. So, if you are listening and you've missed the event for whatever reason, don't worry; you can still get all the all the insights. So. Tell us a little bit about your personal history. Why why are you in Hong Kong?
1: Yes, so my personal history is very long. If we go into all the details, the short version would be that uh, my passport is German, but I partially grew up in, in the US and I have a double diploma from Germany and France and uh, then joined a, a very large multinational corporate called Procter & Gamble uh, that had that mission about improving people's lives. And uh, it's that what brought me actually from Germany to other parts of Europe and then to Asia first to Japan responsible for Northeast Asia and then here to to Hong Kong and taking care of uh, big parts of of greater China and that same passion about improving people's lives is actually what connected me to the tech and innovation scene here and together with my co-founder who's French so uh similar as my husband, so my better half definitely is French. Um, we became very passionate about entrepreneurs changing the world, uh, creating our futures together, and we wanted to help them to connect to the resources they need to scale. And that's why we launched WH back in 2000. And it started off with a, with a recruiting platform and then just took pain point by pain point from startup founders to make sure that they also get opportunities to get visibility, to get you know programs of co-innovation with, with corporates to uh, expand internationally, and then all the way yeah, to, to building a, a fundraising and equity crowdfunding platform.
0: Now, uh, the crowdfunding platform you just mentioned, Angel Hub, just in case people missed it. Tell us how that came about. Being regulated and get that all to happen is is quite the achievement. So tell us a little bit about how you made that happen.
1: Yeah, thank you. So again, it was really um about very, uh, back in 2013, this mission and passion on, on elevating, you know, the Hong Kong startup ecosystem and the, the startups at the center um, in the global ranks. We said, you know, there's no reason why Hong Kong should not be a major tech and innovation hub. And back then, the, the biggest problem was really about talent recruiting and then visibility Um, and then obviously if you start you know seeing your ecosystem mature you know that fundraising and making a difference in the fundraising part um, is really crucial we really say that we wanted to solve the problems of time access and know-how for both for the founders uh, but also for so many potential investors as you know Simon um, Hong Kong is actually a a very important financial center that's a huge density of high net worth individuals uh, family offices um institutional monies with VCs and Ps, but we felt there was not enough resources flowing into the um into the ecosystem. And to your point when we said, you know, what what we looked you know, what what works um in, in other parts of the world, we saw the benefits of, of crowdfunding. Um just a little parenthesis though, I mean, we're for professional investors yet, so not for retail crowd crowdfunding, so we're not like an Indiegogo, um, but um, so again, for equity crowdfunding, we said, you know, this is something that's a mean- meaningful business model that can really help make a difference, and we realized that, you know, this means in Hong Kong, um, you know, with, with very diligent regulators that you're entering the space of the licensed activity and hence, uh, we went out uh, and started the dialogue with the regulators um, to see that we can you know get equity crowdfunding licensed and and uh, life here in hong kong
0: i think hong kong is uh well it is an international city one of the you know top financial hubs in the world but i don't think it's recognized as a as a startup hub in the way that it should be and i think that having uh platforms like yours there really is i think putting hong kong on the map do you feel for anyone that's listening that perhaps wants to go and start a business in hong kong that there's a, there's, there's there's a clear route to getting into hong kong what are what are the steps for people that if they wish to start a business that you think they should take
1: yeah, and I like that, the way you asked the question, because what we also realize, there is a lack of visibility and awareness on the great opportunities here in Hong Kong. And that's the very reason why we put that educational aspect um, of what we do on the forefront and we created white paper. So I'm just going to put um, a shameless plug and say, if you really want to connect to Hong Kong, we have white papers on our platform. For free download, where you can already understand what's happening in the market, what what is the infrastructure? Why is Hong Kong such a fantastic breeding ground for successful companies? And just you know, two weeks back, we have given birth to the tenth unicorn for seven million people. That probably puts us in one of the highest densities of unicorns per capita, um, and there are a lot of good reasons um, why this um, is is possible, and uh, and really having that at your fingertips through, through the white paper is one of the things that we wanted to make sure that you can come and scale into Hong Kong. You do not necessarily need us, but there's a lot of resources out there. Um, and, uh, and I think that's uh, something that Hong Kong has proven to be true uh, over the past few years.
0: And so um, what do you think are the benefits of, of being in Hong Kong in, in your experience and view?
1: Yeah, so I think one of the real biggest benefits and one of the ways to describe Hong Kong's ecosystem best is to talk about the diversity. And the diversity uh, comes into play um, when we look into uh, different sectors that are going to be innovated, not to use the D word, disrupted, uh, through technology. And it's just because it has such a rich history. So you obviously find, you know, health tech, fintech, you know, we talk that Hong Kong is a very important global financial center, um, and uh, you also have then industries and sectors that you may not find in other ecosystems, such as textile tech or property tech or travel tech. Just because um, a lot of traditional businesses, you know, have used this hub uh, to do business on a successful and regional level. And uh, talking about that hub place is also a fact that it's very diverse in terms of background of founders one third of our founders are from you know originally not hong kong um, and that holds even true for our unicorns so again the fact that you can scale a company very successfully uh, from coming from abroad into hong kong i think is something that you would not necessarily find in a lot of different ecosystems and even you know my my co-founder me very passionate about the tech and innovation scene and being able to scale that platform here. It's also true in terms of age. So um, obviously, if you look into, you know, talent and the talent pool, uh, once again, amazing FinTech talent, you know, with 75% of the world's banks here. Um, But also in terms of talent, you have now more and more youngsters that are looking into the tech and innovation see, and you have a lot of career switches, right, that are um, uh, available um, here and based here because maybe their traditional jobs brought them here, same as for me. And nice, and to finish off, is it's also a pretty um, gender diverse ecosystem. Uh, we cannot really say that we're at 100% parity yet but we're way ahead. Um, and if you just even look into sectors such as, as FinTech or so, um, you can see um, a lot of female leaders uh, that are making a big impact here. So the diversity is definitely one thing. And we, we all know that the power of um, you know, scaling companies successfully um, is uh, having a, a very large diversity. I think other elements are, are kind of like, and I'm just going to run very briefly through that, is it's very strategically positioned. Right. In terms of demand and supply, it's very close to uh, the Pearl River Delta. And now with the GBA, the Greater Bay Area initiatives, there is more and more collaboration between Hong Kong, Macau, Shenzhen, uh, Guangzhou and, you know, in te- in, in, in entirely 11 cities in that in that Guangdong area. Um, it is a, a place that is very well connected physically and online, you know, with uh, amazing uh, smartphone distribution. So we have tons of companies that are mobile first that come into Hong Kong, connected over social media, the traditional Western social media, as well as the Chinese social media. It has a very strong uh, regulatory and legal system that is very safe, but at the same time, very, very easy, very open in terms of immigration laws. Um, So it's, it's really a wonderful pool of all infrastructure and resources you need to scale a company from very early stage to very large stage. Because even though the market very often is relatively small with 7 million people, you have all these business connections into China, into Southeast Asia here.
0: Well said. I mean, I, as you know, was there for 20 years. So I have a real love of the city. And, you know, the the setting up of a company is I've set up companies in the UK and the US. It's so complicated. Setting up a company in Hong Kong is so simple and a flat tax rate, It's just, it just, it makes uh, when you work very hard building something, it just makes it a lot easier when those things aren't on your back. So I'm in mean, Hong Kong. We could probably talk about how amazing it is forever. I, I, I wanted to ask you, one of the things I guess with people listening, they might be thinking of becoming entrepreneurs or they might have got a little bit stuck as entrepreneurs, but do you think entrepreneurs are born or bred? What's your take on this sort of issue?
1: I, I I love this question. I was just wanted to build on on one thing. Actually, you reminded me because we're potentially having people that are calling in from overseas. You can you know um, open up your company in Hong Kong from overseas. You do not physically have to be in Hong Kong to get a business registration, right? So just to build on that, uh, which comes to your point about you know how do you become an entrepreneur. You just do it. So I don't really um, think that you're necessarily born uh, to be an entrepreneur. So I definitely was not born an entrepreneur. I had like a very traditional career. And I also did not wake up one morning and said like, oh, great. I was just going to be an entrepreneur. I think I, I was too way too risk averse. And I really learned and embraced, you know, that wonderful philosophy of uh, not uh, fearing to fail um, and uh, and learning and learning fast and, and just, uh, you know, have that embracing your passion and go out and do it. So I think that there are certain maybe mindsets that you um, may have at the very beginning um, where you might be very adventurous or you may not fear of trying out new things. But I think, um, you know, I was really in a very traditional company with a very traditional career path. And I were a lot of things I had to unlearn before, you know, fully embracing um, how to incorporate agility and, and how to incorporate, you know, that very innovative mindset. So um, for me, no, it's, it's not something that you're born with. Um, I think you learn certain things like resilience um, in a positive way. Sometimes I think like I'm probably even more stubborn than resilient. Um, just, you know, kind of like not giving up, um, you know, um, having, having pleasure to, you know, kind of like not mind hardship to go for the, the greater good. I think these maybe are things that you kind of like learn through childhood. Um, I, I was a I really love to play sports and team sports. So I think a, a couple of, of things that I really have parallel that I see. Uh, but again, it's not something you're born with, right? It's maybe something that you realize through your environment and how you grow up that you appreciate. Um, yeah.
0: I uh, yeah I, I love I love the answer because it's it's not clear cut it's true uh, I I think anyone can become an entrepreneur no one's born a doctor right I mean there's there's fifty different types of doctors too there's fifty different types of entrepreneurs right so there's there's no there's no uh, you can choose your own path and and I think that uh, you're you're a great example of both the diversity of Hong Kong both you and your partner Karen. Uh, leading the charge in building the ecosystem in Hong Kong and, and the diversity side you know you're good examples of just how powerful it can be when, when we have an open society like that in addition yeah like you say I think there's just so much opportunity in Hong Kong I wanted to ask you a little bit you mentioned earlier about the 10th unicorn in Hong Kong um, a friend of both of ours, Yatsu uh, founded the company. I know you're also an investor in them. So tell us a little bit about um, that 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 journey. You and, and we're actually going to have Yat on our uh, podcast as well. I know they're going to you're going to be interviewing Yat. Uh, during one of your streams as well. But tell us a little bit about that experience from your side of things.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And I can also really only encourage people to tune in at SIS because Yap yeah, will be giving a keynote about uh, the Internet of Value. I love it. We provocatively called it a Decentralize or Die. Um, and he what is, time also is that, by the, the co founder of the way? Net- person- oh,
0: sorry the to interrupt. Decentralize or Die. The- oh, sorry, go ahead, Cam. Cam in there. Go, go ahead. What, what time is it so people listening can, can know when to tune in? <laughs>
1: So that will be on Tuesday, the twenty fifth of May, and Hong Kong time uh, will be, if I'm not mistaken, around two o'clock. So make sure that right after um, lunch you you join in, and afterwards he will continue on a fireside chat with um, uh, Tubadour, who's the co-founder of uh, MetaPurse, together with Meta Coven, and they both became quite famous um, as as soon as they started you know buying the the Beeple the NFT um, art that was sold off by Christie's for over a uh, six 60 million us dollars uh, a few weeks back but um, back to animoka and i think it's actually a, a beautiful story about uh, once again the hong kong startup ecosystem and the power of the hong kong startup ecosystem being um, very connected and uh, really built by passionate entrepreneurs i mean back to you i think yet is, is probably one of the the longest standing um entrepreneurs and investors in the scene and you know Back uh, in in two thousand, and even before two thousand, the year two thousand, um, very active and. Um we uh, obviously same as when you were here you know at the very early beginning was a very small core uh, of people being very passionate about technology and innovation and uh, we know Yat for a long long time and we uh, truly um, appreciate uh, both of our missions and passion on advancing the tech and innovation scene and the youth as well Um, and uh, we were uh, very happy to have Yat on on board also on Angel Hub as one of our um, investment committee um, as you may know on angel have the reason why we can be sector agnostic and industry agnostic is we have um, an ic of uh, 50 very successful entrepreneurs investors and industry experts in their field and uh, yet from the very early on um, was passionate about blockchain and the opportunities blockchain can provide uh, really in terms of democratizing access um, on allowing, for example, in the gaming industry, where he's really on the leading forefront um, to shift market powers, to bring basically the monetization of value creation back into the people who are behind the value creation, so the gamers themselves. Um, and, uh, And with that, you know, we have been really am privileged to follow his amazing success path early on. And then when the opportunity came up to to come on board and, and also to fuel his growth and in the latest in investment, well, we were very, very proud um, to, you know, Angel Hutter being up and running in life, um, playing a role in, in that round as well.
0: It's another great example of the integration that Hong Kong brings. You know, I was try to describe Hong Kong as one degree of separation. And so everybody's in it together, really. You know, so as you say, Yat is an investor in businesses. He's helped platforms like yours and mine, and and supported so many people, so many, so many ways. And then when his own platform uh, becomes a unicorn, in my view, in part because of that good energy that he's always put out there, and then people like yourself want to support him in return. And so that's one of the things I think about Hong Kong that's hard to explain to people, but but there's definitely a feeling that all boats rise together, and everybody's kind of in it together. So. That's, so that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Fully agree. So who do you think is yeah, going no, to be? Yeah, fully agree.
1: And just to build on it's just just to build on on that is uh, it's funny you say one one degree of separation. It's half half a degree of separation uh, in Hong Kong. Now you start to sound and like again, you're related. I think that the power. <laughs> that the power, the power of of really the networking being in the DNA of people and the yes. people really being very pragmatic and um, collaborative, I think is is something that is only uh, you can only feel it when you're here. It's very difficult to put into words. Very powerful.
0: Totally. I, I still try to describe to my um, London friends about how in one day I'm able to have at least 18 meetings. People, How is that even possible? Um, But it is in Hong Kong. The impossible is possible. I guess um, just uh, thinking of time, I know you've got uh, lots to do. So um, who do you think is going to be the next Hong Kong unicorn to put you on the spot? You've got to pick a favourite.
1: Yes. Um, so obviously, I can only invite you to stay very close uh, on uh, you know, Angel Hub and, and, and what we do. And uh, we're obviously looking forward to not only the 11th, but the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, and the multi and many more to come. Um, I think there are um, different sectors here in Hong Kong. And it's, it's interesting because if you are not close to the scene, you would, may not realize that a lot of innovation is really driven here, not necessarily always on the first and front page of our of our newspapers. I think um, I would definitely encourage people to look on any of the portfolio companies we have in the health tech ser- in the arena, in the health tech sector, um, and uh, also in terms of the food tech sector, uh, for sure. So um, you may want to put that as a As a subsector, I also believe that uh, in, you know, fintech, we do have subsectors such as InsureTech and RecTech um, that will give birth to, you know, some of the most successful companies very, very recently. And uh, obviously, um, I just want to tease people to come and contact me directly if they uh, want to go a little bit deeper and want me to throw some uh, names out there.
0: Well, um, very, very political answer. You didn't you didn't um, you didn't mention anybody in particular. And uh, well done. You uh, good media training. But but I guess um, maybe maybe I'm going to call it I'm going to I'm going to say, you know, Angel Hub, you know, maybe you're the next unicorn in an ironic twist.
1: Well, I'd love us to be the next Unico because that would mean that we would have enabled um, and supported and scaled so many other companies. Um, And that is obviously uh, the dream to really make a significant difference here, not only to the ecosystem in terms of talent recruiting and visibility, but also in terms of of fundraising.
0: Spoken like a true passionate entrepreneur that's, uh, that's thinking about what they could do with the success that they got to help others so that kind of personifies you in my mind I appreciate you Uh, I just wanted to uh, perhaps end the uh, podcast today but just asking you if you had any uh, inspiring or uh, words of wisdom for entrepreneurs out there
1: Oh, th- I'm not really inspiring, but pretty much down to earth. Because I always think you know, entrepreneurship is nothing that you can learn in a textbook. So just do it. Um, follow your passion. For those who know why W Hub stands with, starts with W. It's because it starts with starting with Y. I'm very passionate about Simon Sinek's talk um, that it's not what you do um, and not how you do it but why you do it so all purpose uh, driven uh, people out there just take the plunge uh, I think that's uh, that's, that's the, the only hands on wisdom I'd love to, uh, to pass on
0: that's uh, appreciated. And um, as always, I'm also a big fan of Simon Sinek. As soon as you mention his name, I'm now going to stop my own podcast and go watch his stuff. And I suggest the listeners do the same. <laughs> but, uh, but thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge. And we'll see you at the conference. Thank you for listening to Pep Talk today, powered by The Purposeful Project. If you found it interesting, please give us a review and follow us. In addition, you can sign up to our website and get loads more free entrepreneur knowledge as well as get access to Pep Talk and the Purposeful Project podcast direct in your inbox every week.